Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the No Qualms Here podcast with me, the, fata- the, fata- the fabulous, the amazing, the humble, Kira Stevanis. Um, Today, we have a very special guest, the only person that is appropriate to be my first guest, my mother. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, podcast land. My name is Noelle, and I am most noted for being Kira's mom. (laughs) (laughs) I am truly honored to be on this podcast, and I'm impressed with Kira and with all of you college-age people out there on your resilience and coming up with fun things to do during this pandemic. Um, okay, so I guess we'll start off with, um, do you want to just say a quick, like, I don't know, where you grew up, your siblings, stuff like that? So I was born in Philadelphia. Um, I have two older sisters, a younger sister, (laughs) and two younger brothers, so I'm basically the middle child because there were five of us until my youngest brother was born significantly later. Wait, she's trying to take she's trying to take the microphone from me. <laughs> I was just gonna say, how do you think? Like, I feel like your family, like your upbringing, was very different from mine. What would you say? How I feel like I think a lot about how you were a middle child. What would you say? like how that affected you you know what I mean since Kira's so humble I'll be humble (laughs) myself and say that I'm the middle child so I'm pretty the much the go-to gal for uh calming everybody down and I've got good sense and let's see it was always Janet Rosemary stop Noelle Tara John stop Mike. So I was kind of like the (laughs) (laughs) like it was they were categorized. Oh, okay. As the oldest and youngest? Yeah, like Jan and Roe were always put together in a bunch. Just like you were always separate. It was the boys and Kira. Um I I feel like it would be funny if you described yourself as as a as an adolescent (laughs) because i have images there was this where did that photo go of you and tara was janet in it tara had long hair you were like dancing like play used to be in here oh when we were little little. yeah well i just think of you as little it looked like you had a (laughs) i got issues with my hair so i've got curly hair and I always wanted straight hair. So I used to get um, headbands and I would tie ribbons to it. And I'd put that because they were like long, straight hair. And I would try to hide it. But basically growing up. How old were you when you did that? Probably first grade or, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, but I would wear my hair because it was so unruly. And for all those curly haired people out there. <laughs> We all know now it's all about product, what kind of product you put into your hair. But back then it was always just frizzy and it would get long and it wouldn't grow down. It would just grow out. So I would always have my hair pulled up in a ponytail, just the top part of it in like a, like a fountain on the top of my head. 
Is that what you're looking for, Kira? <laughs> I also, I want you to give a little segment of who you were in high school, your overachieving self. Okay, so in high school, I enjoyed high school. We had this conversation the other day at dinner <laughs> that a lot of people don't like high school. I actually liked high school. I went to an all-girls Catholic high school, and um, I just thought it was fun. Um, I was kind of the in-between. I wasn't cool, and I wasn't a real big nerd. I was kind of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but I could cross, cross, you know, divides. divides groups in high school. But it wasn't like I went out partying ever at all. Um, and I had my core group of friends. You were a Oh, so as a junior, uh, we, my friend Joyce and I, we ran for student body vice president, vice president. I was the vice president. And our logo was, our slogan was J-N, Joyce and Noel, mm -hmm. J-N, they can. Oh, <laughs> we won! <laughs> we won! <laughs> we beat the cool preppy group. Wow. And you were in the valedictorian, weren't you? I did graduate first in my class. It's something that um, really did kind of shape me. I felt uh, that I wish I wasn't. Um, well, you and, didn't give a speech. Right, because back then, they probably knew I would have had like a <laughs> quaver voice <laughs> and couldn't do it. So people wrote speeches and whoever had the best speech got to say it. What was her name? I think her name was Mary Pat. <laughs> I was eternally grateful for her that I didn't have to get up and speak. I would like you to regale us with the stories of who you went to high school dances with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was lucky enough to have... Um, cousins um there are nine of them and there's a bunch <laughs> there's a bunch of boys that are my around my age so they all went to devon prep which is an all boys school so whenever there was a dance because we were not the dayton family um, <laughs> we would have to pull from each other's to get I would get boys to go with my friends to my high school dance, and we would go <laughs> with my cousins. So a couple times I went with, I think his name was Mike Shine, and I think my sister Tara went with my other cousin's uh, friend. I think he just pulled me out for four years in a row, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and we would talk that night at the dance, Never and that would be, years, would be no every year for whatever dance, like freshman frolic, soft hop. Yeah. <laughs> and I never spoke to him again. Never. It, only at the dance, I was the girl that got the flowers and stood next to him for the photo. She always wanted me to do that, but that never <laughs> happened. Um, okay. This is something that I was curious about. What did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, I remember my friend Carolyn, who lived down the street, when we turned 13, we decided to say what we wanted to do. And now I kind of can't remember. I think I said I wanted to be a teacher. And I think, Carolyn, I think I said I wanted to be an interior designer. <laughs> and um, But maybe Carolyn did. Anyway, Carolyn went back to school when she was 45 and became, is now an interior designer. Oh, have I just exposed my age? <laughs> 
<laughs> do you want to tell your story of your one teaching time and how you didn't you teach once and then you realized you never wanted to teach again Where? oh at st margaret's yeah st margaret's they had issues with lice <laughs> <laughs> And all their teachers would be out or something. I forget what it was, but it was pre-K. They always had issues with lice. I know. And so pre-K, they said, do you want, can you sub for the, can you help the real teacher? And I was like, sure. It's, you know, maybe four hours. Like, how hard can it be? And I was like, OMG. Like, I was like, when is recess? It was very difficult. So I have the most... I'm getting serious. I have really <laughs> a lot of admiration for teachers. Okay. I feel like you kind of skimp out on me on your little boy stories. I think it would be funny if you had, I wrote down any memorable crushes, celebrity or not. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh I got crushes. I got crushes. Wait, but first, who was your celebrity crush growing up? Mine was Harry Styles. Okay, um, am I dating myself? <laughs> if I am, and I do remember on the Brady Bunch, some celebrity guy came, and he had brown hair that kind of swooped over his eyebrows. Before- no, got, yeah, Justin Bieber before his time. Who was his? Was it Bobby Jones or something like that? I can't remember. But we also did like David Cassidy from uh, the Partridge Family. Oh no! But my crush oh, in creepy, <laughs> my my crush in college. Oh wait, I did like somebody. Oh, in high school, yeah, <laughs> I did like somebody in high school. I think his name was Harry, and uh, he played on the football team, and he was really quiet and shy, and uh, didn't even know I existed. But I did like him. Oh, and I did like this guy, um, Steve, in high school. And um, I think our senior year, everyone knew I liked him. And there might have been some kind of some something like you. Like the Sadie? No, it was like we were at the dance and it was something like you won some lottery or something like that. And the he was cool. And I must have won it, and I had a slow dance with him. You did? I think I did. Have you also, I know him now. He's married. He's nice. But, like, I didn't, you know, what are these crushes, people? Wait, wait, do you feel like you can tell me, tell us the college story with the guy you think now is gay? Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved him, Joe. I loved him from wait, fresh year. Fresh first, year. let's give a little backup. I I feel like it's kind of funny how wild I am. Like, can we... No, I'm not wild, but like... <laughs> no, like, I feel like we should first say that it's funny how your personality is closer to mine than it seems like... You know what I mean? Like, or at least it seems looking back like I... I don't know. You're what? Like, not that I'm not wild, but like, at all. I don't know. Like more. Well, no, I think what's funny is the fact that, like, you went, You're she like went to Notre Dame. Dame for college as a civil engineer major, which I think we need to bring up because that's <laughs> hilarious. And just part of ROTC, which people said no one 
calls it ROTC. R-O-T-C. Yeah. Don't you say ROTC? Yeah, ROTC. Everyone's always like, why you say ROTC? <laughs> um, anyway, it's just funny how, like, I, y- you were, like, a little Catholic good girl. <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, tell your... So she wanted to know her name. It was a Catholic little... Would you? I don't know. I feel like it's different than it is now. Hey, tell you about Notre Dame. Microphone. (laughs) Notre Dame in 1980. It was only I think, I think they accepted the first class of women, and I think they might have been seniors or something like that in '76. She was like the third class. My older sister was the third class that. Let's just do it. Let's go into the fight song. Oh, oh, she goes to UVM. She can't sing the Notre Dame fight song. Talk about how last year when I decided to go to UVM, we look up UVM fight song. And it was like, we had the trees. It was like this guy singing. Wait, okay, you can continue. Okay, so Notre Dame, all male, decides to go wait, female. Wait, we have to tell a story. I think it's so fascinating. With the paddles in the cafeteria with Janet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was horrible, actually. It was like such a male-dominated society. And um, if you were a female and got in, you were obviously very smart because not many people they, you know, it was the first. Are you bragging? <laughs> well, I'm laughing at the fact I was when I said it because I'm like, now you kids in high school learned what I learned in college, so it's a whole different world. But um, anyway, so there was only 25 percent women or something in the beginning, and they gradually ramped it up to make it 50 percent. But um, on Sunday they would have Sundays, Sundays on Sunday, and they would have a Sunday bar. Oh. And they would have ice cream out and they'd have all these toppings and it would be like in the middle of the cafeteria where like you would get your drinks. You know, there were two sides, right, right, left, 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 right, left, right, left. It was like you would always go and sit in the same spot. So you knew your (laughs) friends would be there because different dorms kind of sat like I was in Baden dorm and I, we always ate right, right, which is (laughs) you go into the dining hall and you take a right. And um, so you have the right side, there but there's two. Uh, South quad, north quad, I don't know. There's probably 70 now. There were only two when I was there. But anyway, so back to Janet, They would, if you were a girl and if you were a, had one pound over ideal weight and you went up to get a, a Sunday, the guys would sit behind the counter and they would flash up like – you know, were you a 10 or were you a five or were you a one? It's so horrible. I mean, so thank God I have paved the way for you women out there. (laughs) Oh, I had experience. There were only, um, as a civil engineer, there were only five, five women um, in civil engineering. I think there were probably only, in our class, there were probably like, I don't know, 50 or 60 civil engineers. And there were only like five of us. It was crazy. So there you go. <laughs> Back to the dining hall. You loved your cookies. <laughs> oh. So my friend Peggy and I, we would take, they were huge. 
and they were like long sleeves of them and she had really long arms and we would take a whole sleeve of cookies and like hide it under her the sleeve of her shirt to get out of the dining hall because you weren't allowed to take any food should we go back to the story of the guy i just remember you telling it and it was very funny which one the one that i was like in love with I saw it at a funeral. Yeah. Who you think's gay? You oh, him! <laughs> oh, okay. This is a different guy. But I ended <laughs> up, I ended up going to. I, he was like kind of our brother dorm, brother sister dorm, because the dorms were not coed. Are they coed now? Do you think they're I don't think so. They might be coed by floor. That's a good question. I have no idea. But anyway, he would. Um, so I finally went to a dance with him. I think I was a sophomore and he was a junior. And at the end of the night, you know, we had parietals. You could only be in the dorm at after. No male could be in the dorm after a certain hour. You had to have like a key card. You guys have key cards to get in, but it's more for safety. Ours were to keep the guys yeah. out. <laughs> and um, so you weren't allowed to go upstairs after certain. So at the dance, I was like, okay, he's going to kiss me. He's going <laughs> to kiss me. We stood downstairs in the lobby seriously for an hour. Nothing, nothing, bubka. Uh, yeah, we were like talking. I was like, oh, come on. He was so shy. But anyway, I go up to my room and there's like 20 of my friends are in there and they're like, did you kiss him? And it was like big thumbs down. You know, it's really, really sad. But anyway, um, I saw him. So I went to, uh, I took my parents. You loved this guy, didn't you? I thought he was nice. Oh, then who are you talking The other about? guy I liked. But <laughs> I liked him and I wanted him to like me. In fact, I think I, uh, I think I asked him to Rosemary's wedding. I think he might have gone to Rosemary's wedding with me. But anyway. Another sister. So he, uh, I saw him at a funeral of uh, one of my parents' friends. So I'm, I'm there with my parents and what's the question wait what what do you want me to say i feel like we're going on and on podcast world no that's funny <laughs> no just to, about i just all right okay so the guy, <laughs> so i see him i want this to be an interview i want it to be a conversation okay so i see him and i'm like uh oh my god hello frank you know and it's like this guy has just died you know sad this old man um friend of my parents so my parents are there and i'm like hey you remember frank yes yes you know whatever and we're talking and um i think i said to him <laughs> like i said oh it's so weird because i'm listening to the granddaughter give the eulogy and i was like wow that's kind of like i feel like like she was my age and i'm like oh no not my age she's the <laughs> granddaughter you know i'm getting old here and i said isn't it weird like when we knew each other we were like in our you know teens and 20s and um here we are middle age <laughs> and then i forget what i said it was really oh, i said wait wait i said something like i think i may have had a fondness <laughs> fondness for you in college <laughs> and he starts laughing he's like i think i may have had a fondness for you Wait, he said that? or he's just laughing like oh. he knew it you know but uh i'm pretty sure he's never married and who knows like it could be just his lifestyle or whatever but anyway um 
I was having such a fun time. Where did the fondness come from? <laughs> I once had a fondness for you. What is that? You're around too many old people in the vocabulary. I think because we were at a funeral of an 80-year-old, I was like, I once had a fondness for you. <laughs> We've had, I've had a good chuckle. I was telling everybody, all my friends in college, and they were like, what? <laughs> okay, what shall we talk about now? Um... Hours oh my in? goodness, we're 20 minutes in, woman. Good, we Quiet. What? Well, no. Okay. It's at least a half an hour. Okay. Jeez Louise, aren't you having fun? I'm having fun. Okay. Um, oh, this is serious mode. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. It's really not that serious. What? What is one? What's something you would tell your college age self? I have more confidence and just do what you want to do. College is the one time where you have all the resources at your fingertips and friends that are in the same situation. And this is where you reach for the stars. I mean, really. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying like it is like I remember my dad saying to me, there's nothing like college. Like you can never go back. And I was thinking in my head, wow, this is really hard. College is really hard. I got to study engineering and I have to do well. And I have to, you know, and I was like, uh. and then um, now, of course, you know, hindsight, right? It is, you're living with your friends. You're like, you can ask any question in the world. Like you don't have responsibilities per se. Um, and it's really like a period of growth and just take advantage of it is what I'd say. Okay. Why? So my mom um, majored in civil engineering and was in ROTC. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, like I said, <laughs> I think Notre Dame was like, I don't know five thousand dollars a year that's how low it was but at the time that was a lot of money right and you know my parents had six kids so uh we all had to pay our own nobody there was no uh support well they supported us but it wasn't like you had to pay for college i mean they would help you out or whatever but it was basically you took out the loans whatever and because i did well in school i got a full scholarship so i was like oh okay Right. All right. Got a ROTC, full ROTC scholarship. And my dad was in the Air Force and I was like, okay, clueless. You didn't even play any sports in high school, the, right? So? Why did you think that you would want to be in the Air Force? Do you have to play sports to be in the Air Force? Well, you weren't like active. Like you weren't. <laughs> Excuse me. I want to say... I'm very athletic. <laughs> I did was on the gymnastics team. I was. What uh, did you do? Just like walk on a bar? Like- no, we did rings. <laughs> to the song, walking in the rain and the snow and there's nowhere to go. <laughs> Forget the podcast. Bring out Taylor Swift. I'll be singing with her. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Um. <laughs> And I am coordinated. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I say it was a cheerleader? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> With their little poodle perm. <laughs> um, 
Wait, what was I going to say? But why engineering? Just because you were oh, good? Oh. Because I liked math. I was actually pretty good at math. And my mother kept saying, your grandfather was a civil engineer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I will have to preface that uh, 40 years ago, you guys these days are so much with the internet and everything. You're so much more aware of stuff that's out there. Like, I think I applied to three schools. I didn't visit them. I mean, I had seen Notre Dame because my dad went there. And so we'd go for football games. But we weren't really aware of the world that peep kids today are aware of the world. So I guess I was kind of like, sure. Well, it doesn't matter. And I remember my sister saying, well, you should, because I wanted to switch when I got there. And my sister was like, you know, anybody can be a history major, but not anybody can be an engineer. Rosemary. And it's like, why don't you get your engineering degree and you can do whatever you want, which because you've already learned that and that's difficult for you to learn. So you could be a history person. Okay, don't follow that guidance. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, I... Well, I was gonna say, I just find it funny how. You, what did you do to your knee when you were flag? Oh, <laughs> see, she says I wasn't athletic. I played flag football. Flag football and intramural basketball. Now let's say we never in won college? in college, and um, each dorm. No, each dorm had we were horrible, and it was mostly because my friend Anne liked the guy who said he would be our coach. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, so we play football actually on the Notre Dame football f- practice field. And uh, this girl, I was running down the field and I had the ball and she grabbed for my flag and uh, tripped me and she fell on top of me and I tore my ACL. The one scar you have is from flag football. <laughs> Wait, it's back to Taylor Swift. We love her because her brother went to Notre Dame. So it's a good thing to love T Swift. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's talk about our mutual love of reading, specifically bad romance novels. Calgon, take me away. Do you people know that even? No. Oh my God, it's Calgon. I don't even know what it is. I think it's like bath bubbles or something. And they had a commercial that was like. Calgon, take me away. It's like your go-to, like reading for me is my go-to when I'm uh, overwhelmed. And today you people are very clued into mindfulness and whatnot. You know, my mom is a little, I don't know, just not, she needs a break when she's in the sunroom (laughs) cradled with her book, just like with her chips thing. (laughs) Yeah, okay, she's laughing. (laughs) But it's like some people, I don't know, some people drink, (laughs) some people eat, some people read romance novels, some people go running. It's like a go-to, I guess, way to reprocess what you're thinking. Well, I just like it because I don't have to think about Kira. (laughs) Well, I've been saying how, like, I've I've been reading, like, a book a day. Then, like, I need people to remind me who is Kira Stabanis, what is Narvith... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so, like... 
like the beach read book i'm reading right now i'm i'm a novelist <laughs> i'm a she says she's a women's fiction novelist they don't call it romance novel well she was but she was like what does that mean like this book anyone could read and it's just about women so it's a separate genre it's not even like you know what i mean like hers isn't specifically like romance novel it's just written about women mm-hmm. is that funny there's no men's fiction no there's not no there's not there's not men's fiction anyway but i was just thinking have you always liked reading oh yeah reading is a go-to i remember as a kid uh in uh growing up in the summer and it'd be really quiet and everyone would be down the shore and we'd be stuck <laughs> at our house and i would go to the side porch and we had a hammock and i would like hide hoping nobody would see me and i could just read my book so yes i've always liked to read Okay. You never wanted to write or anything? No. Okay. The answer is no, if you can't hear that. I really, I want two microphones, but I've got to wait until I have more than 11 listeners. <laughs> um, okay. Although, there have been times where I thought, I could write a book about this. Well, that's what I, okay, I don't know. I love Jodi Picoult. And there, Jodi and her daughter is probably like 25 at the time they wrote a book together and i told you this mom it was like last summer and i was like mom like we should write a book together and she's like no i'm not writing (laughs) anyway um did you ask me when i was reading a book (laughs) probably but okay let's see oh so mom (laughs) <laughs> Jeez Louise, what better do you have to do? Finish your no, book? No, going to listen if it's too long. I only have a few more questions left. <laughs> okay, who would you say is like your biggest, I don't know, some, someone that inspires you, your role model? Like when you're growing up, like you're like, just me. I don't know. Oh, wow. These are hard questions. <laughs> um, hmm. When you said it, the first thing that popped in my mind is it Nelson Mandela? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nelson Mandela with the, you know, shine your light, don't put it under the bushel because you shine your light. That allows other people to shine their light too. That came from Kira's pre-K mm-hmm. teacher. And that's been in our kitchen, that quote, for years. Yeah, because I think it's important because a lot of times you don't want to you're like, oh, I can't do that because I don't want to, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, you need to because if you don't do it, you can't give peop- other people the impetus or yes, everyone can do it because wouldn't that be a great world? Because yeah. <laughs> I think we're all connected energetically and it can only be good if you're doing your good to motivate others. Okay, let's go back to the thing everyone loves the most about this podcast, me. (laughs) Um, Well, no, actually, first I'm going to say, is there one thing, I know you always say that you think it's funny how, so my my mom's parents are just bring me so much joy <laughs> they're so funny do you think uma or upa would want to be on this oh uma <laughs> uma would be on this in a heartbeat but one of my favorite memories of kira oh, 
and they're just smashed together in my head <laughs> is her right. we're with my with my parents we're somewhere and my mom <laughs> or my dad says something and let's just say it's a little off the wall <laughs> a little kooky and we'll just look at each other have the eye contact and Kira just goes giggle giggle off the rails <laughs> It's just so fun. Like, it just, there's something. Okay, maybe it's like all grandparents, but wouldn't you say Uma and Uber just like, like nothing else? Just so funny. They are. Like, that would be, Upa, oh my God. I just like think Upa is so funny. How like, I definitely think that like, your side of the family is very matriarchal. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. Like, and Uma is very like, runs the show. Like, I don't really know anyone like in my whole family that like the man is you know what i mean like i feel like my examples were like the woman like you know hmm. interesting <laughs> <laughs> anyway but uba is so funny he's just like uma will be like spewing her what did she say or so you say <laughs> like like she's a little conservative <laughs> and like we'll say something you know, i don't know and she'll be like well so you say <laughs> um but Upa, i just remember once it was something i was talking about something i don't even know and and it was something about like women or something and uma was like uh like shaking her head and Upa goes well you know kira kira or women should run the world like he always talks about like these feministy things which is so funny and uma will be like Upa, why are you saying that like it's so funny anyway but is there something that makes you laugh about just something you can, when you think of, like, cackling on the floor. Oh, cackling. Um, I don't know what it is, like I said, about energy. But w sometimes when I'm with my sister, sisters, and Kira, like anybody, we could be doing something. <laughs> like the other day, we were on Zoom for uh, Free Minds, my sister's nonprofit. And there were other people on the Zoom. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I looked at um, all of our faces. We were in the boxes along the top. And I don't even know what I said or what somebody said. But we were just, you know, laughing so hard. Like, everyone's like, what is wrong with them? Well, I think it's really funny how, like, on Zoom, like, there was a person with just, like, like a, like, crying dog like the face and it just like pops up and you're just like what or like what was that one lady she was like <laughs> the way she was talking she's like wow <laughs> so, no but it is true like seeing you with your scissors has always ma made me want scissors but i think a serious moment dun 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 <laughs> um that's why i like really i think it's so i wouldn't say our relationship is like rare you know, but, like, it definitely is. You've said, like, you never talked to Uma like this, you know? And it just, like, also, I mean, I feel like I was an odd child in that, like, she's making a face. I don't know why. Um, Where, like, I liked, a, like, I love spending time with you, Tara, Janet, Uma. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we'll be in, like, Kohl's. My mom and I, we love Kohl's. And... <laughs> <laughs> Can we keep that tape forever? For years, Kira's like telling this, me. But I like going with you. <laughs> Come on, okay, let's clarify. Okay, I don't like <laughs> Now I've grown to respect it. <laughs> but, like, we'll just be somewhere with, like, Tara and Jan and, 
my mom will just be tears in her eyes and you have no idea what someone said <laughs> it's so funny okay um so back to me <laughs> um what <laughs> would you say well actually this is what i was okay growing up i feel like i always thought like i feel like we're pretty similar but like i don't know Do, well no okay sorry switch that the one question i wanted to ask you was so you had two boys before moi <laughs> the light of your life <laughs> um and you're excited to have a girl correct correct <laughs> what where did i even write this um oh is there something like like a hope you had like something you wanted to like instill in me or like something you always wanted to do with a daughter like why do you want a daughter you know what i mean Okay, I'm not even sure why she's asking that because the boys are always going to the shooting arrows, fixing a car, doing mechanical stuff. And I know it's gender something to characterize girls, but I wanted somebody, I mean, I think it's nice to have somebody who, I don't know, like... Even if they didn't like shopping, I don't know. There's just something about it. Well, but I also mean, like, is there something that you're always like, I want to... This is also serious. Why is it so serious? Like, like I want my daughter to always be able to be creative. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, something you wish... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I want all my kids, but I want my... I want Kira to know what a great person she is and what a great energy she has. Even if you don't know what you want to do, um, a side note, I still don't. <laughs> it's the process, and I think that's what it is about life. So she has a joie de vivre. Joie de vivre. Is that how you say it, French people? Uh, joy Can we just life. talk about how we went to Paris this past summer? Mom took French in school, you know, that long, 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 yeah, long, 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 <laughs> but, like, she knew more than me, I took Spanish, and, like, so she'd be up here, she'd go, wait, how do you say, how do you say, do I want, oh, uh, or can I have, je, she'd go, je voudrais un croissant like she's like spitting on the person and she's like did i say it correctly like and then i'd be there i'd be je voudrais un croissant and they'd be like uh-huh but my mother has to be like did i say it correctly like you're so okay continue. what am i saying Oh, just, you know, uh, I think every parent wants what's best for their kids. And a lot of times they don't know. Like I've said before, you're a parent. You don't really come with a uh, instruction manual for all your kids because they're all different. And I think it's just love is the answer, right? You, even when there's uh, disrupt or arguments or misunderstanding it's like what is the intent and it's just love so I think um I like wanted a girl because I kind of think life is good being mixed up having a lot of different stuff I think it's kind of cool the boys had a brother I think it's a sister a brother and a sister and now you have brothers and so that's I, that's as serious as I can get <laughs> no, yeah I kind of I I'm glad that I had brothers, you know? Yeah. Cause oh. it I realized it. 
I never had older brothers, and I think did going back to the beginning of the podcast, coming full circle, it's, you know, not having that ease with the opposite sex in, you know, teenage years was stressful for me and my sisters, I believe. Interesting. Okay, we just have two quick questions left. First one is... <clears throat> Favorite memory of me and you? Or like things that you think, I don't know, when you think of Kiracha. Kiracha? I think of her as Kira Boo Boo. My little Kira Boo Boo. My favorite memory is really they're all a smush. And the smush is like when you were a little teeny, you were just like the biggest cuddle bug and you would just climb up on everyone's lap. And I guess it's just not a specific memory. It's just the essence uh, your essence of like <laughs> just so sweet and you lovable. Have one like trip we went on or something that. Like- I kind of think when we went to uh, Utah and we went to the Grand Canyon, I felt like you and I were like the ones who were like out there hiking. We were the ones trying to get the the photo shot. You know what I mean? Like I felt like we were simpatico regarding that. Okay. Um. So, last question. Oh, maybe I should say my favorite memory of you. Yes. Uh, I'm, well, uh, like you said, like, honestly, any time we're together, because I just, I don't think of you as my mother. You know what I mean? Playing a violin. Why? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm not good at being serious i think that's where we're both <laughs> similar is i don't like to have a you know when i'm uncomfortable like going to an accent <laughs> but um yeah like but the thing of the trip thing i think it's so funny how like really the boys in the family versus us is different like i think also something that my mom and i are similar in is our like loved travel and just like like sure like the boys like to travel but like for us we're so like we want to yeah we want to meet all the people we want to see all the people i want to learn everyone's life story just like my mom like you know what i mean like stuff like that so i mean because i no serious i think i've always looked up to you as in like like you were saying like the light of whatever like your light is like when i just have a vivid memory of like you pulling over and like talking to someone on the road or something i don't even know just whenever you're talking to strangers you're so nice and you can tell that like people are so like like they feel blessed by your presence and i always that's what i've inspired been inspired by that i've always just wanted to be someone who people felt comfortable around and like you know positive and like a good light so love you mother love you kara <laughs> wait but i'm just one last quote that i think would or thing that i think would be good to end on what do you think it should be <laughs> <laughs> I you one. well i have an, an, the, seriously I'm okay 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 no no I'm, i'll ask the question okay so some parting words a favorite quote favorite saying a no qualm quote what do you want to tell the world okay there's a million quotes out there this one just seems appropriate now if you feel stuck stop pushing resistance freezes and acceptance flows so the concept of no qualms here is if we are feeling stuck or if we are feeling frozen 
then you're not kind of doing what your purpose is or what you're supposed to be doing. The people who are great and the people, oh, I'm getting chills by my own speaking. (laughs) The people who are good and the people... The people that we gravitate to are people who know themselves and realize, yeah, ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, Or instead of like who are out there doing it and maybe failing and trying again. Yeah, and I think that's like the thing with the no qualms here. Like I'm always someone who, and I think you are too, like it's like, I was like, should I, would people listen to a podcast? Ah, who the frick cares? Let's just do it. Like, you know, like... You're moving forward. Right. You're people could listen to it or they not or they won't, but like I have no qualms about it. I just like talking into a microphone. <laughs> I have to admit, I might have to start my own podcast. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Um, no qualms. <laughs> what should I call my listeners? Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a little long, but I feel like it's a good one. You can you can cut it. Um, okay, what shall I say? Be safe, everyone, please. Social distance as much as you can. I, I should be a good influence onto my 11 listeners. <laughs> um, stay qualm free. That's my parting word. You want? I like it, qualm free. Okay, peace out, homie dogs. <laughs>